Hey guys, I'm on the train and I thought I would try to read you guys the book while I'm driving on the train. So you're going to hear different announcements, okay? Let's see how far I get. Ox on the roof. Now Laura and Mary had chores to do every morning before sun was up. They had to drive Spot to the big gray rock to meet the herd so that Johnny could take her with the other cattle to eat grass all day. And every afternoon they had to remember to meet the herd and put Spot in the stable. In the mornings they ran through the dewy chilled grass that wet their feet and dabbled the hems of their dresses. They liked to splash their bare feet through the grasses all strung with dewdrops. They liked to watch the sun rise over the edge of the world. First everything was gray and still. The sky was gray, the grass was gray with dew, the light was gray and the wind held its breath. The sharp streaks of green came into the eastern sky. If there was a little cloud, it turned pink. Laura and Mary sat on the damp, cold rock, hugging their chilly legs. They rested their chins on their knees and watched. In the grass below them, Jack sat, watching too. But they never could see when the sky first... But they never could see when the sky first began to be pink. The sky was very faintly pink, and then it was pinker. The color went higher up in the sky. It grew brighter and deeper. It blazed like a fire, and suddenly the little cloud was glittering gold. In the center of the blazing color, on the flat edge of the earth, a tiny sliver of sun appeared. It was a short streak of white fire. Suddenly the whole world bounded up round and huge. Sorry, suddenly the whole sun bounded up, round and huge, far bigger than the ordinary sun, and throbbing with so much light that its roundness almost burst. Laura couldn't help blinking. While she, was, while she blinked just once, the sky turned blue, the golden cloud vanished, and everyday sun shone over the prairie grasses where thousands of birds were flying and twittering. In the evenings when the cattle came back home, Laura and Mary ran fast to get up on the big rock before those herds and horns and trampling legs reached them. Pa was working for Mr. Nelson now, and Pete and Bright had no work to do. They went on with Spot and the other cattle to eat grass. Laura was never afraid of gentle white Spot, but Pete and Bright were big and they were so big that they would scare anybody. One evening, all the cattle were angry. They came bellowing and pawing, and when they reached the big rock, they did not go by. They ran around it, pawing and fighting. Their eyes rolls, rolled and their horns tossed and slashed at each other. Their hoofs raced the smudge of dust and their clashing horns were frightful. Mary was so scared that she could not move. Laura was so scared that she jumped right off the rocks. She knew she had to drive Pete and Bright into the stable. The cattle towered up in the dust. Their feet trampled, their horns slashed and bawed, but Johnny helped to head Pete and Bright and Spot toward the stable. Jack helped too. Jack growled at their heels, and Laura ran yelling behind them, and with his big stick, Johnny drove the herd away. Spot went into the stable, then Bright went in. Pete was going in, and Laura was not scared now. 
when suddenly Big Pete wheeled around, his horns hooked and his tail stood up. He galloped after the herd. Laura ran in front of him. She waved her arms and yelled, and he bellowed and went thundering toward the creek bank. Laura ran with all her might to get in front of him again, but her legs were short and Pete's were long. Jack came running as fast as he could, but he only made Pete jump longer jumps. Pete jumped right on top of the dugout. Laura saw his hind legs go down, down through the roof. He saw him sit on it. That big ox was going to fall on Ma and Carrie, and it was Laura's fault because she had not stopped him. He heaved and pulled his legs up. Laura had not stopped running. She was in front of Pete now, and Jack was in front of him too. They chased Pete into the stable, and Laura put up the bars. She was shaking all over, and her legs were weak. Her knees kept hitting together. Ma had come running up the path carrying Carrie, but no harm had been done. There was only a hole through the roof where Pete's leg had come down and gone up again, and Ma said it had given her a turn to see it coming down through the ceiling. But there was no great damage done, she said. She stuffed the hole full of grass and swept out the earth that had fallen into the dugout. Then she and Laura laughed because it was funny to live in a house where a steer could step through the roof. It was like being rabbits. The next morning, while Laura was doing the dishes, she saw something, some dark things rolling down the whitewashed walls. They were crumbles of earth. She looked up to see where they came from, and she jumped away. And, and she jumped away from there quicker than a rabbit. A big rock smashed down. The whole ceiling poured down over it. The sun showed down into the house, and the air was full of dust. Ma and Mary and Laura choked and sneezed, looking about in the sky where the ceiling should have been. Carrie sat sneezing in Ma's arms. Jack rushed in, and when he saw the, the sky overhead, he growled at it. Then he sneezed. Well, that settles it, said Ma. What does Ma? Laura said. She thought Ma meant something was settling the dust. That does it, Ma said. Pa will have to mend the roof tomorrow. Then they carried out the rock and the earth and the bunches of hay that had fallen. Ma swept and swept again with the willow stick, willow twig broom. That night they slept in their house under the starry sky. Such a thing had never happened before. The next day, Pa had to stay home to build a new roof, and Laura helped him carry fresh willow boughs, and she handed them to him while he wedged them into place, and they put fresh grass thick over the willows. They piled the earth on the grass. Then over the top, Pa laid strips of sod cut from the prairie. He fitted them together, and Laura helped him stamp them down. That grass will never know it's been moved. Pa said. In a few days, you won't be able to tell this new roof from the prairie. He did not scold Laura for letting Pete, the, Pete get away. He only said, it's no place for a big ox to be running right over our roof. Alright boys, that's the story for tonight. I love you, and I hope you guys sleep well. Good night.